Can I just say, um, horror movie survival guide tip. If yes. you're going to live on a crazy remote island, own a boat. Own a boat. You should definitely have a boat. These people do not own a boat. They come ferried over by a gentleman who takes their stuff off of his boat and drives and just drops away. them off. And I was like, ooh, no, that's a bad idea. Don't get dropped off on an island. No. You got to take your own transport to the island. Just have a little, just a little paddle boat even. Anything will do, but just have something. I feel like even if they had a good boat, it would get fucked up somehow. Do you know what I mean though? Like, like it'd go and it'd, be, it'd be disappear or something. It would disappear or it would get like crushed on some rocks. Like something bad would happen if they had, had a boat themselves because that's just their lives. Horror Movie Survival Guide is a weekly podcast where I, Gorehound Julia Marchesi, delves into my horror movie notebook to corrupt another one of my longtime chums, Terry Gamble, who is hiding in the creepy horror closet. My mission is to learn the gospel of horror movie survival and to incorporate Julia's wealth of wisdom to become a final girl disciple. Join us as we take a deep dive into everything from OG horror to newly released films, but preferably classics on VHS. We'll talk about obscure details that no one else notices, spin off into alternate casting universes, crush on some dodgy, foxy fellows, and creepy uncles, and arm ourselves with the knowledge necessary to become the the final girl. Movie Survival Guide. I'm Julia. I'm Terry. This week we're going to be talking about 1968's Hour, Hour of the, of the Wolf. Wolf. Uh, this film's tagline. Mm-hmm. It's a long one. The Hour of the Wolf is the hour between night and dawn. It is the hour when most people die. It is the hour when the sleepless are haunted by their deepest fear, when ghosts and demons are most powerful. So this movie in, in its original Swedish is Varg Timin. Ooh. Pretty good. God. Yeah. That sounds like, uh, hi. Hi. That sounds nice. Oh, I like that. Uh, <laughs> the title of this episode is A Minute is an Immense Amount of Time. Um, so this film was recommended to me by my friend, Becky Deanna. Hi, Becky. Hi, Becky. Yes. Uh, she is a wonderful person and is the like the Bergman fan to Endel Bergman fans. And so uh, she, when I, I had dinner with her and asked her what movie she thought we should cover, she said, you should cover Hour of the Wolf. And so here we are. Covering Out of the Wolf. Classic. And I'm so glad because this movie fucking rocks. Yeah. It's pretty dope. This uh, movie is so goddamn mm-hmm, good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm really excited to talk to you about it. Yeah. Um, not to mention the fact that it's like the ultimate Bergman power couple in this movie. You have Liv Ullman and Max Vencito together, like doing it as they should be doing it. Just hard glances. Yeah. Just hard, hard glances. <laughs> I'm just like, damn, his withering faces and like, cool. Like, Sounds it's like, like a- wait. Huh? Sounded like a Sondheim musical. <laughs> it kind of, it is hard glances. It is honestly that's what is like good about a Sondheim musical too. Like honestly, like yeah. Sunday in the Park with George, like yeah. oh, like angry glances <laughs> at each other, and like oh, like but you think you're this, and I think you're that, and like a couple that's like a mildly dysfunctional couple, mm-hmm. or maybe very dysfunctional couple, depending on your perspective, right? Um, damn, yeah. This shot is shot um, on this incredibly picturesque island uh, in Sweden called Faro. Um, th- I loved it. from from the very beginning of this film. I was in. They were like, you hear them setting up for the shot mm-hmm. during the credits. Mm-hmm. So you hear them hammering, and you hear the lights and the bells ringing, and the like quiet, ready for take, and camera action, like movie begin, and like that's how it begins. I was like, what? That's amazing. How fucking cool. They're like, we shall tell you a story. Yeah. Here we are. Here we are. 
And the story begins. With the fourth wall being broken immediately. Johan has disappeared. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh shit. Okay. But where? And like how and why? And then like, I guess I will tell you why. Uh, okay. He, yeah. He's disappeared. All we have is he left his diary. That's like all we got. And uh-huh. uh, also I'm stuck on this island and uh, my baby's due in a month. Yeah. And, and like, this far away look on her face and you're just like, okay, weight of worlds yes. in these eyes. Uh-huh. Uh, P.S. Uh, Liv Ullman was actually pregnant during the filming of this movie with Igmar Bergman's child. <gasps> what? That just took it to a whole new level for you, didn't it? It really I did. I saw it in your eyes. <laughs> Holy crap. She's incredible. She is. And, you know, she was his muse for a really long time. And you can see why. She's just such soulful eyes and such a haunted just, face and just so beautiful. That face on film is just everything mm-hmm. like she you were getting like a whole cinema you know cinematic universe just from her eyes mm-hmm. you know what i mean though like you get why this face just like captured on film is just it's okay anyway no I'm, but that's what i like about yeah. him is you know he is all about the face that's yeah. what it, you know it's what he's and i feel like that's what cinema should be yeah it's about like studying people's faces and, mm-hmm. and this is an incredible example of that yeah, for him. So the, stunning. the so you know, I'm I'm going to be very geeky about all of these little cinematic things Please. that I loved about this film. And so, something I love about this film is how unafraid Bergman is to just kind of it's an exploration, but it's also kind of like a a, a a fuck you a little bit. Like there's a, so many of these like phrase, like they have this beautiful scene of Johan drawing uh, Alma in the sunshine, and he's like, oh, if I could draw you every day in the sunshine like this, and then it's just. You never hear it. You never get the end of that sentence. It's gone. And like, as a moviegoer, that drives me insane. And I love that he did it because it drives me insane. Because like, I'm never going to figure out what he's going to say. That was like a big sentence. I didn't even worry about it. That's really? hilarious. No, that's it was the like, stuff that you're. It feels I was like, like such I was a, like, okay. a big choice to me to just uh-huh. drop off in the middle of a big sentence like that as a filmmaker. Mm-hmm. And you were just like, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, I was just like, oh, but I also was just looking at the composition and looking at them together. And it's like, as even though he's saying those words, they didn't match his emotional like output. No. Do you know what I mean? Though, like he just looked like that's not what he meant. No. And, but that's what's, uh, that's why I want to know what he's going to say because you, he seems like such an enigmatic, even like the, the moment you see him, you can tell he's very closed off. He's very withdrawn. So saying something pleasant to her is seems out of character so yeah, now I'm like, it was like i want to know what he's gonna her, say though, but it made me think about that like crazy ex-girlfriend there's this really great song called love kernels where she's like a guy will be like you look nice and she's like ah! like I, it means everything to hear like those yeah. just the smallest thing from the yeah. guy that you kind of like of course and it's like these people are literally on an island together and he still is like the least kind of affectionate person yeah. to her so and, this like, was their one moment so she so was, I was like i shall take it. that nugget but i think she was just okay with like he wants to draw me yeah. Great. This one time. And that's, and that's okay. That's all she needs. And that's like literally what could sustain her for quite some time. Uh, but, you know, you. so that's like kind of the, the, the one happy moment we get in this film was, yeah. was this moment. And then we're going to transition right into, so Jan ha- Johan uh, has been acting strangely. Alma says he hasn't been sleeping. He wants to stay up all night and he's kind of forcing her to also stay up all night with him. Right. But you also find out he doesn't like people as well. This is like a whole thing too. He's talked about as well where he's just like, I don't want to see anyone. Basically, I'm out in this remote place because I literally don't like people and I don't want to see anything Mm -hmm. or anyone. So he's already like strange paranoid about like just other human interaction. He's very cold and closed off even to her. And this is like the closest person to him. He's allowed her in the the space. Only other person there. And he literally is torturing her by making her stay up all damn night and she's super pregnant by the way Mm -hmm. like that feels so you know like johan is you know they're both such interesting characters who's like who's the victim here and 
Johan she's just, like a willing victim though because she just w- is like tied to him somehow she's trying to like help him you know she's trying to be strong for him this and is I, that thing we were talking about earlier about like christian gray and those mm-hmm. walled off guys right how we're like oh i kind i can fix him and you're like uh no you, you can't, can't. Fix him. <laughs> no and uh, whoever thought we'd be talking about 50 shades of gray and uh and our the wolf in the same yeah. podcast who knows you never know what you're gonna get here horror movie survival <laughs> guide um so then we have these you know night scenes where you can see johan's real keyed up and he shows her and this is so great he shows her these drawings of these creatures that he's seeing these awful monsters these that he's apparitions seeing. basically these you know hallucinations and and he's he's showing them to her and her face says what she's seeing but we never see the pictures right so we don't know how, how graphic they, they are, are. from her face you can tell it's not they're not great um and so he's you know they're talking about this hour of the wolf time where it's this real like 4 a.m 5 a.m time where the minutes are starting to drag because you're so tired and you want to sleep um and here we have so fucking bitching Mm -hmm. why don't we just count down a minute on screen folks let's fucking do it yeah and he does in real time so good and it's great and he's just like in a minute is an immense amount of time yeah. and then you watch it on screen and you're like, it really really is yeah now, i know he was inspired a bit by a band of outsiders who do that a similar thing as well but like this just like it, i was grinning the whole time i was like this is great this is great and i, I could see it's interesting because i i watch bergman in film class when I was in college mm-hmm. and you know he was always quite slow for me now and now at 40 I'm like let's do it man you want to do a minute on screen let's do it that's awesome let's hang out and just hang out together yeah. and enjoy this time and it does feel torturous especially if you're trying to stay awake yes and it's a minute where you want sleep and that minute can drag on and like I mean that's like when you're dealing with like severe insomnia and whatnot mm-hmm. it's just it's it can be painful yeah it's uncomfortable and it kind of hurts I've had those nights where I was like oh I'd love to sleep here I am Yes. You know, and it's like one, two, three, you know, and it just, oh. And she's trying to, you know, be supportive towards him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and you have these wonderful shadows of like, he's in shadow, she's in shadow, like this kind of who's whoever's talking. And he asks her to talk to her, talk to him. And she does. And then he immediately falls asleep. Like yeah. immediately. Yeah. Like doesn't care. Like yeah. he seems, he's so, he doesn't, she doesn't even seem to factor into his life at all. No. Even though she's there pregnant with his child. And she looks so sad too. Like she had that moment where she's like sewing right before this. And she's like, I was like, she's sad sewing. Like yeah. it's like everything about it. Just like, oh. Cause she has this, like, you know, very, the most kind of heartfelt speech that you'll get from Alma is about, you know, these couples, like if couples live together long enough, they'll start to resemble each other mm-hmm. and they'll start to take on each other's sh- thoughts and they'll start to kind of become each other. And mm-hmm. you can tell they finish each other. She wants that so bad. Yeah. And he's asleep, not even listening. It's like, oh, Johan. She has this big revelation. He's not even awake for it. Mm-mm. No, it doesn't even want to no. hear. Um, so the next day, she, she wants to grow old together, yeah. too. That's the whole thing. Like, she's just like, I want to grow old with you. And I see it. And whew, yeah, he is not on the same page. Yeah, he is in another world uh, that she's being slowly drawn into. Uh, for the next day, she runs into uh, an old woman at the well. She goes out to a well to get some water, mm-hmm. as you do when you're on a remote island and there's no running water in your place. 
And there is a woman who says that she's 76 or is she 216? Uh, we don't really know. So this dodgy old lady tells her to, uh, maybe you should read your husband's diary. Yeah, just check it out. It's like, uh, it's don't, under the bed. Don't uh, throw away any of his stuff. Just leave it there. But just maybe you should read that diary. Just look at that. Because like you've already looked at these weird pictures of the monsters. This might explain some things. See, and that's the horrible thing is like you, and you can, they have a, you know, a short bit where you can tell she's trying to not do it, right? You like, you yeah. just ran into this crazy woman who told you to read your husband's diary. Random best lady who says she she could be any age <laughs> and the thought's never been there before but now the thought is there and now she's got to do it you can't leave so you won't of leave. course yeah. she starts to read it and starts to and then you know starts to we we start to see what she's reading about these stories that mm -hmm. he's had these encounters on this island that he hasn't told her about and it's like supposed to be a deserted island but he seems to run into people quite often yes there seems to be quite a lot of people to and his interactions around. with them are Kind of dubious. Yeah. So first he meets uh, man Bar in a truck. Baron Van Markens, mm -hmm. who uh, invites them to dinner. And so we were like, I thought they were the only people on this island. But they're on the other side of the island. We find out he's like, we've been admirers from afar and we live in this castle. And you're like, okay. We're well, on the north side. I guess we'll go to dinner at your castle. It sounds all right. And then he sees a uh, blonde lady who is walking towards him and reads a letter to him. She doesn't have shoes on. Mm-hmm. And she's wicked hot. Yeah. <laughs> like, she's like, when they were like, when they were like, we need a sex pot kitten lady right here. Uh -huh. She's the lady. Because uh -huh. hot damn. Yeah. Right? If you she see like that has that little swizzle in her walk. She's got a little like tight white dress on. Uh -huh. so walking toward her on the beach, you'd be like, any man would be like, yup. Okay. Uh -huh. I was like, this is how sirens happen. Do you yes. know what I mean? Though? This is like, you know what yeah. I mean? And when they're like, they're seeing mirages on the sea. And I was like, is she a memory? Like, what is this? Because like, why is this like barefoot lady walking out to him? Very strange. Uh, and then we read about uh, Heerbrand, who is this uh, gentleman who says he is a school counselor. Right. Uh, People, he probes people's souls and turns them inside out, who just keeps following Johan, just yapping. And you can yeah. just see Johan's walking away and you get to see the tension like building in his body. Like he's just like, he's just talking and talking and talking. And he's and trying talking. to escape this guy. And he hates people. Yeah. And this guy won't leave him alone. Uh, and so finally he just tells him to shut up and slaps him across the face real nice. Yeah. It's crazy. He punches him. Not yeah. a slub. He like punches him. And like... I'm wondering what this is too, because there's like talks about dreams can be revealed, like as part of like some of the things he's heard from these people. Mm -hmm. And like, I was wondering, are any of these people real? Are they all apparitions or are they real things? It's right. like very unclear if it's this like he's being haunted by his past life like off the island or right. if it's stuff that's happening in real time to him yeah there's really there's no way to tell and you know be sure when i think when she's reading in his diary she also doesn't know there's because right. you know the first thing for me that throws it off is you first you start meeting people and i had thought that they had said like we're not we're the only people here so you're like okay so that's strange and then who are they and then so she's you can see she's trying to draw him out of this fantasy world that he's living in. And they have this very heartbreaking scene at the dinner table where, Oh, this is she, so weird and wonderful. She asks him for some money for, she needs some money for, for groceries and stuff. And mm -hmm. he just gives it to her. She's like, no, 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 I need you to know that I have accounted for every penny. And I, like, I need you to she go over this. To show him, show him the accounting, which I wasn't sure. Why does she want to show him this? So I think much? she just wants to bring him back to the real world and just be like, Hey, we have things to worry about. Like, I'm going to have a baby. Like we have money. Let's mm -hmm. talk about like the real world for a second. Mm -hmm. And he, he just can't do it. Right. And it's so, so it's because it's this money, like that's the only thing I think she can think of to try to, 
to do to get him on the same page with her like here we are and in so this then real she's world. just crying reading her accounting and it's like this, and he's just not listening he's, not listening he's literally just eating his meal and like looking the other way and not looking at her i just feel like I, i've never been pregnant but i would feel like as a very pregnant woman that would be the the scariest thing right you have someone who's not even there like you're basically alone and you're just you're just trying to like they're alone together full on yeah and she's trying to stop it and it looks like he's on this like train that's headed towards nowhere good crazy ass town is what it sounds (laughs) like like legitimately like she's with somebody who's like losing touch with reality uh so they go to have dinner at the castle. At the castle. Um, and I love the, the, the camera work and the lighting in these scenes where everyone just looks so ghastly. They're, yeah, they're like caricatures, like mm-hmm. every single one of them. And I just wrote underline intense folks because they all look like if you were an introvert, like this guy seems to be, this would literally be your nightmare of a party. Yeah. Because these are the most extroverted loud, in obnoxious, your in your face people you are ever going to meet. Yeah. And they, and, yeah. And I think he, I think, you know, Bergman does a great job of portraying that you have this kind of, the camera starts to whirl and swirling and whirling. Everybody's dialogue gets overlapped. So just becoming this cacophony of noise. Candelabra like going and roses. And like, so I'm sure your senses are overwhelmed as well here with this whole table. of. And they, they've purposely sat Alma and Johan apart. So they don't even have each other to kind of cling to. They're kind of on their own dealing with it. And so they all want to question them on their own and, yes. you know, find out more about them and they've his, been fascinated by them and his only escape of course is to just get as drunk as possible which in the present situation eh, seems like kind of a terrible idea when you're having a terrible time at a party i would say getting drunk seems like a great idea and it's it never not. ends well it's not a good idea at it all ends with you crying in the bathroom yeah. I mean, not like okay wait okay or <laughs> you should just get the uber and go home okay is what i'm saying or to get Johan. your lift or whatever i mean oh wait johan should have just okay anyway um and then I love this line, too, because they have a line in this dinner as it's like whirling, swirling. And they're like, time flies so quickly is one of the lines in here. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, we just had this conversation about time going so slowly ah. when they were together. But now when in the midst of this crowd and people, it's going very fast. So I was just like, hmm, what does that mean? And is he drawn to this because and why he hasn't gotten up and just left? Because I feel like he'd be the guy wouldn't give a fuck just honestly would not care what people thought he's hard as hell yeah. he'd just be like uh oh, bye don't care but he still stays yeah even through this like kind of torturous experience and she's just like uh i would like to be out of here and she's not be here of, at this yeah, party shell shocked and then they're like oh why don't we go downstairs for this puppet show like okay interesting yeah as you Didn't do for after that- dinner entertainment did not anticipate a puppet show happening no. in this moment nope but I was like, okay. And they're like, they all go to the library and study. And this is such a beautiful, beautifully framed shot as they're going into this like library. I was like, we love a library shot. Yeah. Uh, show us your books. Library right? porn. Ooh, library porn for sure. But um, they um, have these candles lit for a little puppet theater that's just mm-hmm. stunning. Mm-hmm. Made me think of Sound of Music as I love yeah. a little puppet theater after dinner scene. A little show within a show. Yes. And the puppets don't look like puppets, though. They look like real ass people. Yeah. So what do you make about that? Um, I was like, ooh, this is really is a nightmare or of some sort because the puppets look like they're animating real like people to do their bidding. Right. And so I was like, are our our main like characters, are they puppets in this weird mm. show? Because we got to see the behind the scenes that the as you talked about at the beginning, kind of like the as the movie starts, yeah. you're like 
Are they being puppeted? Like, what's real? What's not? What's the story? It's, I don't know. Added another fun little layer, though. Um, And they're doing the magic flute. Yes. And then uh, there's the Countess does a kind of very calculated looking move and uh, stumbles and scratches Johan across the face, drawing blood. Um, And he's just already starting, you know, like everything's piling on him and you can tell him like this thing is really not good. But, you know, for me, I have no idea what this movie's about. And I'm like, ah, we're the wolf. Are there werewolves involved? Oh, being scratched across the face, which should be a good way to turn someone into a werewolf. Eh, We'll see. But, I wasn't sure about that either. Also, I was wondering because like there, one of the guys looked like he had fangs earlier, mm-hmm. and I wasn't sure if they were like weird castle vampires too. At one point, then I was like, are they vampires? Are they wolves? Like, are they demons are who they... have humans doing their bidding? Right. What kind of monster are they? It's totally crazy. And like during that whole puppet show thing too, um, it looks like um, our uh, live. She looks like she's like um, her eyes are like mesmerized. Like she looks like fascinated and like hypnotized by it mm-hmm. where Johan has closed his eyes during it and like looks like he's about to like fall asleep or pass out so it's like what did he get in that drink yeah. that he's like about to like pass out and she's just like looks entranced what did they do to them yeah. did they like magic them in that moment and as the magic flute is like it's about a spell and i was like are they has a spell been cast on yeah them? well uh so corinne who is their hostess takes them upstairs to her bedroom to show them this painting of uh, veronica vogel of this this woman that will come to know who is as the, everyone says the most beautiful woman anyone has ever seen ever uh and i love that they show you this she has she purposely says that she loves her so much she has it across from her bed so that when she wakes up in the morning it's the first thing she sees right um this painting that we never see so you mm-hmm. just have this image you have of your ima- mind yeah of imagine what, it of what you think you know what is the most beautiful one in the entire world look like and, and you know it's such a cruel thing to purposely take it in then we know that this is johan's ex-lover and yep. also alma knows that this is johan's ex-lover so this is the person he painted before her even though so we get earlier when he talked about wanting to paint you yes. like she's like oh okay i am his muse now but uh, this is really awkward. Mm-hmm. It makes it very, very uncomfortable. But it's perfect. You can tell mm-hmm. that's why she did it. That's you know that you can. The, there seems to be them. The the whole crowd is driving, trying to drive a wedge between them. Seems to be right. the, the point. And talking about like the artist compulsion, like even though like it talks about like I thought this was great too. I love a, an art talk in the midst of an art piece. You know sure. what I mean? Though of like why does the artist create art? Mm-hmm. Why do they carry on? Is it because of their ego that they have this compulsion? Is it because they need to satisfy something that can never be satisfied? They want to be artistic, but they don't want to be commercial. There's like all kinds of pieces and little nuggets he drops in this part that I just was like, ooh, I need to watch this part again actually because I love yeah that conversation. I, sure, and like you know that this is so this is so much. About- about what this film is about is this you know this artist who doesn't want to talk to anybody about his art and everybody can't let him go and like that's to, all they want to talk about yes. is the art <laughs> like, they never want to talk about him as a person ever they uh-uh. just want to talk about this other thing um so as they're walking home um alma finally confesses to johan that she's drive she's read his diary and she's sick with fear and like what are we because we never kiss either and she talks about that and like he's never kisses her no and but she says that she's not she's not gonna run run away like i'm not leaving mm-hmm. you want me to leave and i'm not gonna leave and like i'm here to stay and johan doesn't doesn't care doesn't seem to care and you're getting so much emotion from her and he's just nothing he's just this block of wood like the only time we ever 
seem even slightly come alive is at this party and it's only because he was uncomfortable and unpleasant and like that seems there's nothing else that draws him out and this lady's like like almost pre- propositioning him in front of them too like yes. gr- like in the, in the bedroom like the, where she's no showing them she pulls up her dress and is showing her thigh where she's got this scar and she's like it's a love scar basically and she's like I will have more scars from someone else basically what like asking it? him to be like her lover right away what is a love scar can is that like someone bit your thigh I do not know, okay. but something, some scar from lovemaking. And I was like, oh shit, she gets crazy. Yeah. And she's and just like, re- I want to get crazy with you. And you're just like, dude, his like wife is like right here. And they just treat her that she doesn't exist. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, the, you, we have this, and then we have this scene of them back at home, like waiting, staying, trying to stay awake again. And we have this speech. Another hour of the wolf. Hour of the wolf. Um, lit by match because oh. why fucking not because gorgeous yes because candlelight and just a little match light is yeah. everything you want in this like scene uh, Stunning. Might, might be like a, a master or something like know? he's good at like taking pictures <laughs> or whatever like he's like good at pictures he might know what he was doing <laughs> a little bit uh so johan does this terrifying story about his childhood punishment uh where his parents would lock him in a closet and told him that there was a little person living in the closet who wanted to gnaw the toes off of naughty children yep and he went bananas and tried to climb the walls and get out and uh like oh that's yeah. a clue to where yeah. this might have began so you get like why this kid might be a little closed off as an adult because and he was shut in a closet as a kid and told that he would be eaten alive basically or like his toes would be bitten and off and then comes out his father tells him to prepare the couch, was he does, brings asks him to bring over the, the cane. A switch, yeah. Switch, and how many strokes you deserve. As many strokes as possible. This That's guy... the saddest answer I've ever heard. It's a little, like, young sadomasochism going as a on. Kid? Yeah, it's crazy. Damn. And then he was like, then I would be forgiven, or I'd ask for forgiveness, and then the punishment would be over. As many like, strokes as possible. Jesus. Um, thank you, sir. May I have another? Yeah. Like, honestly, whoosh. Yeah, it's a whole lot of whole lot of things. So then we mm-hmm. have um, this scene, which, you know, it, it has a very dreamlike quality. And, and and I'm never quite sure if this actually happened or not. Right. But we have this scene of uh, Johan, at, who is on this very tall cliff. Who yeah, is by the sea, like fishing. by the water and fishing. Mm-hmm. And there's this little boy who comes up behind him in swim trunks. And it looks like he might push him off for a second, uh, but then walks over looking through Johan stuff, looks in his shoes, and then they get into a, a fight. Yeah, so it's I, weird because the I'm kid looks sure. scared at first and like, it looks, he looks like, um, he looks like, like a little ruffian though because like, his, he looks like kind of like a dirty little kid mm-hmm. and um, you're not sure why, like I was like, is he going to try to steal from him too? And right. like, I it's think very I think, strange. Yes, uh, and then they get into kind of an altercation, yeah. and Johan ends up uh, bashing his head in with a rock. With a rock, he beats the little kid, and it just kills him. Awful with a, with a rock. And, and then, I was like, he's violent because he's already punched this other guy. Yeah. like earlier, like he like it's like he's constantly simmering. And then I guess with that story about him as a child, now thinking about that too, like mm-hmm. getting beaten up, he's got this weird like you know sadomasochist thing kind of like running through him there too, and just turns to violence really quickly when he feels opposition from people in but his space. Tells his wife this, like tells her. And he tosses the boy in the water. Well, he's basically is like, I'm going to tell you something and hopefully your feelings for me don't ever change. And it's like, uh, if someone tells you this, I'd probably be like, it was really nice to know you. Bye. Yeah. Like it's I'm bad. A chi- I'm a child murderer and it's not, you know, it's like just kind of compulsive child murderer as well. Just like, like beat him by, by, like, by the head. The moment. And then 
throws him in the body in the water yeah. and the body bobs up for a second then but i think you know the thing with alma at this point is she's so used to him ranting that i think it just is another thing i don't think she probably thinks it's real any more than she thinks like he talks about like the, the other woman monsters. who's going to take her face off right. and the bird man and like whatever he's saying right. she it's just another story right so i think that that's probably you know and also where how is she going to get out because she doesn't have a boat because she's kind of stuck here so even yeah. if she wanted to go, she couldn't go. I guess the only other place she could go was the castle, but she didn't want to be with those people in no. the castle because they're freaking... So uh, Herebrand stops by yeah, to invite them to another party at the castle. Yeah. You know who's going to be there? Veronica, Veronica Volger. Volger. You're like, like, oh, Veronica Volger's going to be there. Why is the ex going to be there? He just leaves that little nugget. Also leaves them with a gun to protect yourself from small game. And I was like, wow, that's how far they're going. They're like, hey, hey, hey. Shoot your wife. Here you go. It's they do, and yeah. it's so jacked. And he does. Little, and he does, and he <laughs> shoots her. He shoots her, and then runs over to the castle looking for Veronica because he's like, "Well, she's over there. I'm gonna go there and shoot my wife." And um, uh, wow. I mean, wow. Yeah. Just, I mean, the the these, you know, these the, the, the how much power they have over him, and you know, we learned that Johann became like obsessed with Veronica Volga in this in this very un healthy way super unhealthy he had a very toxic relationship and who wanted to be like man and woman of one flesh and like they were just going to be together and that would be all but her husband came to get her and take her away and he ended up in a mental institution so not really all together there no so we know that he's he's got some sort of strange things but he does uh you know tell alma that she's made in in one piece so that's nice. You don't need somebody else. Like, ah, should be a compliment. Doesn't really sound like a compliment coming from my husband. Um, and, you know, as if you don't think that Johan's kind of a monster throughout this whole film, which he completely is from moment one of this film, uh, when he tells her to just, like, walk away, he's like, turn away, go through the doorway, don't look back, so I can shoot you in the fucking back. What? A goddamn coward. That's, like, the like the word, like, it's just, ah, terrible. Terrible. Yeah, he, it's crazy. Mm hmm it's legitimately crazy. And he shoots three times and this thinks that she's dead and yeah. doesn't even. So just is like, okay, I'm just going to go immediately over to the castle. Mm -hmm. Now that my wife's dead. Great. She's out of the way. This is what and I wanted. My like, pregnant wife. Yeah. And then he sees all the craziness of this castle now too. And there's like, this is great. Cause this there's where like, it starts to get crazy. Super weird. I drew like, of course I drew, I'm drawing, this is where I'm drawing pictures. Oh, drew cause pictures. it's so pretty and weird. Um, uh, you are, he's like, you are yourself yet not yourself, which yeah. I was just like, okay, now we're in like some weird inception shit where you're like a dream within a dream. Kind yeah. We are like, like what searching, is real? searching for Veronica. He can't find her. And it's all, he's running through all these different people. And he gets all made up. Like they literally put I makeup on him. And this is it. great. Like he's about to be like in a horror movie, like yeah. in the midst of it, they're like, okay, now you are the monster. Yeah. You are this role. You are yourself and yet not yourself, which is the perfect ideal requirement for, for a tryst. Um, so he, so we, we, we first see him, we see him with the countess. He talks to her who mm -hmm. sends him off into the room. He runs into the Baron who tells them that Veronica has been his lover for the past year, um, and knows their past. Right. Um, and tonight I will be by your bed. I will be there every word, every kiss I will know. You're like, Ooh, that's not good. And then this is the shot that blew my fucking mind. Walks up the goddamn wall, right? Yeah. Walks away, walks up the wall, walks yeah. up the ceiling. Mm -hmm. I didn't, I would never expect that from Bergman in a million years. Yeah, no. Like that's so, what a crazy character and so subtle and just like, like as it's not flashy at all. No. Like usually like, when you get a wall crawl or like, like they're going to make really call attention yeah. to it. Right. And this was just like the most low key 
ever. That's when you're like, okay, now where are we? Like, you're like, are we at the dream or is this real or is this place just weird haunted? Like, like, what is this place? It threw me as much as it threw Johan. Yeah. Like, goddamn, wait, what? Okay. Now we're on like a whole different level. Let's do this. And now it just got crazy. And then there's birds all of a sudden flying around and you're like, okay. Um, And they tell him, they tell him that he killed Ama. They're like, by the way, just so you know, third shot was fatal. She's, she's dead. So you don't have to worry about her. Lies. Lies. <laughs> but it's all lies. Yeah. But then they start to show them their real selves. Um, the old woman does takes, take off her face, takes off her face, puts her eyeballs in glasses. Yeah. Um, As you do when you pop out your eyeballs, you're like, I guess I could show you. I'm actually a weird, creepy ghost thing. <laughs> I, he just seems so stunned. Like he's being compelled by forces but beyond his control. But it's like the control. shit he's been seeing. Yes. And now it's just being confirmed. It's mm-hmm. like the stuff he'd been drawing. I guess we find they're kind of getting a glimpse of that on this side. Am I wrong in saying that? That I found Max Benzido super hot in his makeup. No, okay, because okay, I think it's like it's like very it's like goth as hell. I was mm. like writing yeah. notes in my notes. I was like, this is like the Cure. Like <laughs> I'm very into like this Robert Smith. Like you know whatever kind of like he moment. Like he looks hot. Like I, we love a guy. We love guy liner. We do guys in makeup hot. Yeah, um, but he just it kind Bell of the gold mine. You know oh what I mean? Oh my like, god! See? Don't yeah. get me started. I know this is taking me off track. No, back but, on, <laughs> back on. Uh, it made him look like a silent movie star. Is what yeah. he said to me, and like that's always been in a very attractive thing because you know that they're wearing makeup but it's just for the camera mm-hmm. but it's made to make your face stand out more and suddenly your eyes pop and, you, and your lips look sumptuous and beautiful yeah. and you're like ooh and I yeah. never would think like Max Benzido think he's a beautiful man but then I was like oh he's a very All beautiful of a sudden, gorgeous. man he really is <laughs> so they take him down this long hallway full of pigeons to yep. a, a, a body under the sheet and, you're and like, it looks like a dead I was like yeah. is she dead I wrote underneath my this is where I have my drawing and yeah. I was like uh because you're like well Veronica Vogel is going to be at this party didn't say she was going to be alive at yeah, the party. Yeah, I was party. like, are we having some necromancy, necrophilia? Like, what's happening now? And, like, it looks like she's on a slab, like, at a morgue. Like, mm-hmm. for real, because there's a sheet covering her whole body on this table. But they're like, yeah, you just see what you want to see. It's fine. Yeah. Um, and so they go and he pulls back the sheet and she appears to be dead but he's he puts not... his big gorgeous he's got these gorgeous man hands too. he's huge That's like why. a big beautiful man and he puts his hand on her face and it just looks and just rubs his hand down her i just rubbed my hand down my face that's why that got buffled for a second <laughs> um and like he just is caresses her from like the her head down like her whole body and then she wakes and laughs like at first I was like, is she dead? I kept yeah. asking, like, I was like, is she dead? Is she dead? Is she dead? I was freaking out. And then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, she's not dead. Or is she just like spirited because he's right. like touched her and she's alive now. And then all of a sudden he sees the crazy family. They're all watching. She's like, I don't worry about them. Don't worry about them. Um, but this is the moment. This is his moment, his moment of clarity where he's like, okay, I see now that like, I'm just a puppet for you. Yeah. I'm just, you're doing, I'm doing your bidding. And he actually kind of looks like shit now too. When that realization happens, his makeup looks all like distorted and like before it had looked pretty, but now it looks like he looks crazy and Um, messy. But he says, I thank you for crossing the line. The mirror has been shattered, Mm -hmm. but what do the shards reflect? Can you tell me that? Right. Hmm. Then we cut to the boy in the water and... So he's having all sorts of flashbacks, and then uh-huh. we get Alma, who has who has bandaged her wound and is still coming after her husband, even though he just shot her in she the back. Follows him into the woods mm-hmm. um, and sees them, finds him and holds him. But then they sees the spirits started. To, are they spirits? Are they demons? Are they? And I was people? like, is she a ghost too? I wasn't sure if she was a ghost chasing after him at that moment as well. Um, and 
And she said she thought she was so close to him. If only she could have followed him all the time. And this was this also, she's starting to get this like obsession thing that he had with Veronica. And I think this is the kind of thing that she's wanting so much to merge with him that she's starting to see his hallucinations is what I'm gathering from it all. Right. So, uh, it is, is he, was he there? Were they there at all? Were they ever there? I wondered that too. And I was like, did she see all the spirits there because of him? And like, all of a sudden she morphed into it or was she always a spirit? Who knows? Or was, cause I, I have this like picture of her, like they go to like have dinner at the castle, but they're actually just like sitting on the beach and there's nothing, you know? Oh yeah. He's talking to no one. Oh yeah. And she's at this whole thing. Oh yeah. Um, cause, and I love how ambiguous that, that they leave you with that. And, and, and again, this, um, dropping off in the middle of the sentence, uh, the end of this film, you have Alma, her last sentence, uh, sometimes you don't know up from down and you get completely mic drop yep. fucking end the movie. Yo, yep. we don't know. We don't know. Never going to end that thought. Fucking cool. It's a great film. I love it. End your movie in the middle of a sentence. It takes some courage, which of course Bergman has in spades. Um, this movie was great. I really mm-hmm. fucking enjoyed mm-hmm. it. Everything about it, the cinematography, the acting, mm-hmm. the, the story, the wall crawl that blew my mind, like all of it. Like Stunning. I, I, I'm, I, I feel like I'm kind of so used to wall crawls. I don't really, really even, you know, like I love them. No, because wall crawls are usually used to like freak you out in a different kind of way. Yes. He's not using it to like shock you. All of a sudden you're just like, Oh shit, this place is upside down and we don't know what's mm-hmm. up or down anymore. We literally don't, but it's not like a like spider crawl or like, yeah. do you know what I mean? It's not tap dancing. Like, right. we, you know, there's all these other ways we've seen this used. Sure, sure. It's not that. It's literally just a regular pedestrian walk. Uh-huh. Do you know what I mean? There's nothing fanciful about what he's doing. It's just that the, all of a sudden that moment becomes fanciful because the room is literally, we don't know which way is up or down anymore. Bitchin'. So well done. Be- Becky, thank you so much for recommending yes. this movie. It was uh, such a joy to watch. Loved I was, uh, I never thought I could be so excited about a Bergman movie, but man, I was having a blast watching here that movie. Are. And here we are. Here we are. Um, what a great filmmaker. And, you know, and, and I, I, he's so much more to delve. I've only seen, you know, Seven Seal and Persona and Magician, but there's, and I love that this is his kind of, you know, one, it's like, let's try this. Let's try this. Right. Why not? We'll just try it all. So uh, gore factor. One is not enough blood to fill a Dixie cup. Two is a puddle of blood. Three is enough blood to gross out the average viewer. Four is a bathtub of blood. And five is run for the barf bag. And we give Hour of the Wolf a one. Not enough blood to fill a Dixie cup. There's some head bashing in with the kid. We don't really see much. Mm-hmm. But when he's floating up and down, there's a little, little bit yeah. of something. But it's, it's really not gory, but it is fantastic. Um, we're going to get some movie ratings here. Uh chainsaws and such one if you're desperate two barely qualifies as a horror film three seen worse seen better four not too shabby five fantastical i'm gonna give this a five um me too movie's pretty freaking spot on i mean from the beginning it captivates the hell out of you i watched this movie at like 6 30 in the morning when i watched oh, wow. it too yeah i got up early trying to watch <laughs> and i was like oh my gosh I, it woke like I was like, oh no, it's gonna be black. I wasn't sure if it was gonna yeah. like put me to sleep, and I was like, it's probably gonna be really slow. And I was like, no, I was pulled in, mm-hmm. and it woke me up that day. And I was like, all right. And I love Man. it. You know, the, the horror can kind of, and you know, some I know some people debate like, is this really horror and more of a thriller or psychological? What what have you? We'll call it horror it's for horror, for horror genre. Mm-hmm. Um, that it can run the gamut from everything from you know hostile or saw to to this, and like they're horrific in their own ways. And I we love them all. It's also horrific in like that relationship. Like, I feel like that's the real horror is like 
when you're with somebody that is that distant and that like unavailable to you and also just like has that little regard for you. Sure. Because it's, a, it's exploration of a man losing its mind, but also the woman who she's dragging down with him mm-hmm. and how she plays into it and how horrifying it would be to lose your mind, but also watch the person you love lose their mind. So it's all, all there. Yeah. Well done. Well done. Um, so we're going to go for um, a movie with very little gore to a movie with a fuck ton of gore. Yeah. Uh, we're going to be talking about David Cronenberg's the fly yeah next week we're gonna be here for the fly i can't wait i'm very yeah. terrified gold bloom gold we bloom. love the blooming gold gold bloom mm-hmm. yes i mean yes yes so yes, let's we do it. will definitely uh <laughs> is that your gold bloom? it's a little bit it's a little walking yeah it's had a little walking but me. it's a little bloom because they both hesitate sometimes they do as they're saying their things and they wait it's great and i love it well, I love they just talk like that in real life. That's just how they talk. No, full on. Yeah. It's great. It's just like they're not acting. No, <laughs> it's just them. just that's their life their cadence. cadence. And their life cadence is great. Um, so make sure you check out our Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all that kind of good stuff, as well as our patreon.com slash horror movie survival guides um, for extra tidbits and information and fun stuff from us every month. Um, and we're excited to get back into more films with you next week. Everything from Bergman to Cronenberg here at Ooh. Horror Movie Survival Guide. We do it all. We do. And we'll do it all with you. With you, for you, with you, for you. Oh, next I love week. It. Let's do some fly. Fly. I'll be a fly girl. Oh, oh my God. Fly girls. Remember them? Yeah. In living color. She's That's me dance. dancing. I wish you guys could see that. <laughs> all right. See you next all week. All right. Bye. <laughs>